good evening, everyone. It's good to be here tonight. Uh, let's turn into Romans chapter 1, please. Romans chapter 1 in your Bibles. And normally I'll read um, a larger portion of Scripture tonight, but I'm afraid I don't have enough time. So in verse 23, And change the glory of an incorruptible God into an image made like unto corruptible man, and to birds and four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Hold on one second. This thing is... All right. And creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up unto uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. 25. Who changed the truth of God into lie and worship to serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. Uh, we hit 26. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even a woman did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burning their lust. One toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves the recompense of the error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them up over to reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, Covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have, in, but have pleasure in them that do them. Let's pray. Oh, God, I need your help tonight. Uh, these people at Faith Independent Baptist Church are faithful, spiritual people, Lord. They don't need a preacher to come up here and, and talk down to them, uh, but to feed them, Lord. I pray that you help us all tonight with these passages of Scripture. Help us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. As you know, we're living in 2022. There is just an aggressive um, movement to attack our children. I, I pre I'm pretty sure Miss Bethany was gesturing towards that as they were giving testimony last Wednesday about their kids. It, a, a rabid, a rabid um, movement to have our kids go down the Sodomite Road. As I open up my door where I live, to the left of me, there's a rainbow flag to my left. Gillette Fusion commercial. There's a woman shaving. Um, it's on YouTube commercials. It's ever, I don't have cable, but it's on YouTube. Uh, men with men in between each uh, channels. You go to the public school, as young as kindergarten, toddler. They have transgenders reading to our children. What's happening here? I want to preach a sermon today as a, as a way to keep us cautious about this movement, the mission of the Sodomite, how they got there and what is their mission. Uh, this is kind of hard for me to preach. So while you're sitting down there, pray for me, please. We're, we're just here trying to learn something from the Lord. I want you to notice with me, point number one, the revelation of God. Uh, this is how God reveals himself to man. In verse 18, it says of Romans 1, 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. They suppress the truth. Oh, you, you believe in that Jesus stuff at work. Uh, we have to silence you. You're, it's okay to talk about Buddha. It's, a talk of, it's okay to talk about Muhammad or any of these other pagan idols. But the moment you bring up the truth and live in God, it's suppressed. And you can see that in verse 18. 19, because that which may be known of God is manifest. It means to make known in them for God had showed it unto them. So we see the revelation of God. Notice with me, God's manif manifestation unto them. Continuing on in verse 19. Uh, for God has showed it unto them. 
um, God's manifestation through creation. Uh, you probably heard that this is called divine revelation, God revealing himself to, through the creation. It's very hard for a scientist with all of his studies, his vast studies, to deny that God created all this. They have to fight within themselves and deny that. For the invisible things of him from the creation, as you know, creation means to make something out of nothing. Only God can do that. The creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made. That's us. That's every creature on the face of this planet. Even his eternal power and Godhead. The Hebrew word, the Greek word for that is theotis. That means Godhead. So that they are without excuse. You see, in, in Psalm 19, it says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. Uh, creatures understand God made the universe. That's man. In verse 20, the Godhead was involved in creation. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, it says, And the earth uh, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the, uh, of the deep. Catch this. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face. Excuse me. Thank you, Brother Chris. Moved upon the face of the waters. Genesis 1.26. And God said, let us, that's the Godhead again, let us make man in our own image after our likeness. Emotions was not involved, beloved. It was, as they say, emotions came from God. The same emotions, the anger, sadness, it came from the Lord. Why? After the likeness of God. We're made in the likeness of God. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. Take that uh, environmentalist. We could eat all the fish we want. Dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon earth. John 1.3 says, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. You can see Godhead involved in creation. And this is understood by every creature that was made. Notice with me in, in verse 20. They are without excuse. We just read that. So they are without, ex uh, without excuse. No man is able to stand before the Lord and say he turned away. Uh, he turned away from God because God did not shine the light. That's ludicrous. Everyone got their chance. All men are accountable unto God. In First John, not First John, I'm sorry. John chapter 1 verse 9 says, That was the true light, as Jesus, which lighteth every man, every man that cometh into the world. Now, point number two. So, now we see the revelation of God to these people. By the way, if I could do another rabbit trail, that is why it's so important for our kids in church to come to church like this to make sure that they got it. Because the more they resist, they resist, they resist, God can stop talking to them. Now, we don't see when that happens. That's why I mentioned this morning. It's our job to make sure, make sure, make sure without prejudice. Uh, point number two, rejection of the revelation of God. This is, man, this is some, uh, some people reject the opportunity to get saved. Notice with me in verse 21, blatant repudiation of God. Re blatant repudiation of God. Verse 21, because that when they knew God, this, this is without a shadow of the doubt. They knew God. They glorified him not as God. Neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. And their foolish heart was darkened. They weren't even thankful. What does that mean? You know, you talk to some unsafe people at work. Why does God let all this kind of stuff happen? Well, for the mere fact that God scientifically, uh, the way he made this planet to sustain life is God's mercy. Right, Brother Greg? It's, it's God's mercy. In, in Matthew 5.45, 
that ye may be the children of your father, which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good and sinneth rain on the just and unjust. They're not thankful for that. Uh, boastful of their humanism. Uh, when I was taking some classes at uh, Strait University, you, you hear this talk. Your inner strength. You can accomplish this and that and the other. That's humanism. That's what universities do today. All they do is try to tell the young woman, young man, how to function without the Lord. Some, uh, let's keep going, actually. I'll read that later. They became polytheists. But most of the humanism, in 22 it says, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. I got this. I don't need God. Oprah Winfrey said God is not the only way to heaven. She thinks she's wise. Everyone listens to her. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Oprah Winfrey is a fool. Um, boastful in their humanism. Notice with me, they became polytheists. They worship every stinking thing. You can't, all these trees, we have to get permits to chop down a tree despite it falling on somebody, killing somebody. They're, they're worshiping DDT. Uh, the person that influenced that to be banned, you probably remember this. You remember Rachel Carson? Rachel, anyone remember Rachel Carson? She wrote a book in 1962, Silent Springs, banning that. It saved millions of lives. Why did they do that? Because they think the world is overpopulated, which is not. It killed off millions of people when they banned that. She wasn't even a scientist. Okay, but they want to worship all these trees. Um, Pharaoh was a polytheist. We'll get to that in a second. Um, in, in verse 23, it says, And change the glory of an uncorruptible God into an image made like to incorruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Uh, they're worshiping the earth. They, they're denying the Lord. Psalm 14, 1 says, The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. You notice that the atheists just do some crazy things. Beloved, we can't even sit and think of the stuff that they come up with. It, it, that's how wicked they are. There is none that doeth good. Um, point number three. So, so let me reiterate. The revelation of God, the rejection of the revelation of God, now, point number three, God's disengagement from the rejecter. This is very scary. Uh, I'm so glad I got saved when I did. Verse 24, wherefore, now you know, this means because of, wherefore I'm hungry, I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A, right? Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleansing. Now, this is judgment. He's God is trying to let them learn the repercussions of their rejection. Uh, uh, up to uncleansiness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. So God gave them up. You want to reject, want to reject, want to reject. Good. God gave them up. Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature? You can't get saved through God. That's what they're saying. And they serve creation rather than the creator. More than the creator who is blessed forever. God is blessed forever. Amen. And it says amen. Wherefore, as a result of rejecting God, they were let go. God gave them up. All right. Now, uh, this giving up is not permissive. That is... God lets them do what they want to do. It's not that. They reject the Lord so much. The judgment is, I'm going to back off. The Holy Spirit's backing off. Uh, it, it, because if he is the judge, he's judicial. They were blinded, not because God withdrew his light. We just discussed in 20 and 21 that God revealed himself to them. Uh, but because of the judicial acts of God, whereby he delivered them over to the natural result of their unbelief and action. When they follow the lie, the lie that you can change your gender, the lie that you are not what you are, you are when you know that you're born, you can change this, cut this stuff off and all that kind of stuff. And people conform to that lie. When they followed the lie, they began to walk in conformity, molded, 
to the light. This is the kind of lifestyle described. God gave them up to all forms of uncleanliness and its consequent actions. We read that in 24 and 25. God gave them up to all forms of sexual depravity and its consequent actions. Uh, verse 26. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. Um, for even their woman did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in the lust one toward another. Men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves a recompense of the error which was meat. You know that's talking about AIDS. Uh, and its consequent actions, 26 and 27. And God gave them over to a mind that will not retain him in its knowledge and consequent actions. They are without understanding. They don't understand what they're doing because God gave them up. That itself is the judgment. A picture of their blindness. Okay, so they reject God. A picture of their blindness can be seen in Genesis 19, 11. Now, follow on. I'm, I'm all over the place, but j- just try to listen to this verse right here. Genesis 19, 11. And they smote the men. This is talking about the Sodomites that wanted to rape the angels. In Genesis 19, 11. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great. So they wearied themselves to find the door. They, now, notice, if this happened to us, beloved, we'd be like, oh, man, what happened? Right? We'll stop what we're doing. We'll cry for help. Honey, call 911. They, notice with me, they did not do that. Okay? They have no regret. That the state they're in is caused by their lifestyle. Um, the, the purple color that they have adopted is actually the color of their skin when they catch AIDS. That, that, that banner that they have, um, the purple color that they have is the same color their skin turns when ravaged by AIDS. Check this out. You can find this in the, in the book called The Band Plays On. When a doctor pleaded with a sodomite, it's a true story. To stop doing what he's doing or, hey, did you know that this will happen because of your lifestyle? He said, you got to stop. It's going to kill you. Um, uh, this, the, 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 the son of mine replied to the doctor, I cannot stop. I will not stop. It's a picture of the blindness. The reason why you saw the son of mine trying to tear down the door, they wearied themselves from the door. They ha- they, nobody stopped. Like, what happened? And they still look for them. It's a picture of how they are today. He said, I cannot stop and will not stop. There is no regret. for Why is that? God let them go. That itself is a judgment. The repudiation of the Lord leads to this. Um, the the, the vile, vile affections. What is that talking about? Dishonor, reproach. It's basically talking about homosexuality. Vile affections. Sodomite actions. Uh, affections means desire, inclination. Propensity, you say, what's propensity? Bent of mind, natural or acquired inclination, in a moral sense, disposition to anything good or evil. They reject all morality. Why? They reject God, so God gives them up. Leviticus 18, 12 is what the vow of affections is talking about. Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is abomination. Abomination means extreme hatred, um, detestation. Before a person can go head first into this sodomite practice. It, they don't just wake up into this, okay? It's a constant rejection of the Lord, rejection of the Lord, rejection of the Lord, and God gives them up. They corrupted their conscience. Psalm 64, 6 says, um, they search out iniquities 
And it doesn't just stop there. They search out iniquities. They accomplish a diligent search. They don't stop sinning. There is no conscience. There is no, the Holy Spirit backs off. They don't feel bad about what they do. Um, they search out iniquities, both the inward thought of every one of them and their heart is deep. Jeremiah 17, 17, 19, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So the rejecter get what get what get get what it wants, which is to be left alone. Genesis six three says, and the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he is also flesh. Yet his day shall be in one hundred and twenty years. Uh, this state is referred to as that's uh, a typo. So that's God. That's the Holy Spirit backing off them because they rejected the Lord. Let me keep moving on. Let's see what point is this. I'm still under. Yeah, I'm still under point number three. Now, let's look at what, a, what is a reprobate in verse 28, a reprobate mind. So we see in 27, they catch AIDS. They, they lust for one each other. There's no barrier anymore to do what they want to do. God backed off. And if you really read it, if you guys take time to read it, 26 and 27, it's actually God trying to give them a chance to repent. It's very similar to what happened to Pharaoh when God sent the judgment. He still, he's, his heart was still hardened. You would think that after all the AIDS ravaged in their body, they would have said, okay, this didn't work. What they did was, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, while in that state, God said, good, that didn't work. I'll hand you over to reprobate mind. A reprobate means abandoned to sin, lost to virtue and grace. This state, I'm almost done. In, in this state, all spiritual conviction to salvation is gone. All guilt is gone. <laughs> Pharaoh had a similar thing. He was a polytheist. In Exodus 5, 1, it says, And afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, That's Brother Chris going so went in. So went to Pharaoh. Thus said, the, thus said the Lord, God of Israel, let my people go. Let me fast forward this. Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I shall let the people go? Pharaoh, polytheist, hardened his heart against God. Uh, Exodus eight thirty two, And Pharaoh hardened his heart at this time also. And, and then we read later on that God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Okay. And the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart. Exodus 9, 12. There's no more conscience. God stopped talking to them. Proverbs 20, 27 says, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Searching all the inward parts of the belly. That, that's talking about the conscience. That's what the spirit does. It's like, okay. Say like he wasn't saved. Right. And he worked his way up to just stab me, killed me, or wiped my whole family out. That spirit, that conscience in him, it should tell him that, man, what you did was wrong. The more he does that, he corrupts it. Okay, so that, that's, if you go to Romans chapter 2, it talks about the natural law written in their hearts. Mankind does have a, more, a moral code at birth. But after a while, when they say, shut up, shut up, and, and deny it, they become more perverted and darkened. Okay, let me keep moving on. Um, point number five, and this is the last one, and, and I'm coming to a close. The recruitment process. This is what I've been waiting for right here. The recruitment process. In verse 32, so when they become a sodomite, uh, uh, a reprobate, I should say, right? They, they start a recruitment process. They don't leave it to themselves. They're so aggressive in trying to get our kids into this lifestyle. Um, you saw in Maryland, they're trying to teach this stuff to toddlers, Okay. Who, knowing the judgment of God, they know it's going to happen. They don't care, all right? That they which commit such things are worthy of death. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. They want your kids to do exactly what they're doing. They, the pleasure means have pleasure to approve, to agree, to have delight in it. 
Um, there's a war in our kids, folks. Remember this with me. Infiltrate, populate, legislate. That's why that mosque is up there. I'll, that's a different sermon. They don't want to come into your churches. They want to populate and then legislate, make laws against it like what we just saw. Proverbs 14, 14, 16. For they sleep not except they have done mischief and their sleep is taken away unless they, they cause some to fall. They want your kids in this lifestyle. Let me read to you guys. Has anyone ever heard of Michael Swift? The homosexual manifesto. You've heard of it? All right. Look, look at what, they, look at what they, they proposed back in 1987. This was shot up to Congress. It's called the Homosexual Manifesto. I can't read everything. This is nasty. Just a little bit. My, uh, it says here, We shall sodomize your son's emblems of your feeble masculinity, of your shallow dreams and vulgar lies. We shall seduce them in your schools. All right? Uh, Brother Tom, I don't know if you know Tom. We had, at Bowie High School, we had to step off property to hand out gospel tracts. But I could go in there if I was a drag queen. That's what's happening today, folks. In your schools, in your dormitories, in your gymnasiums, in your locker rooms, in your sports arenas, in your seminaries, in your youth groups, in your movie theaters, your bathrooms, in your army bunkers. Uh, I, I, um, th- when I was 16, I did a bunch of pull-ups, probably 100. Uh, not in one setting. They asked me, will you join the military? No, they can have open sodomites in there. That will never happen. Now, th- that, now they're serving out in the open. That, that was their plan to begin with. Um, in seminaries, your youth groups, in your movie theaters, your bathrooms, your army bunkers, in your truck stops, your male clubs, in your houses, Congress, wherever men are, men together, your son shall be our minions and do our bidding. They will be recast in our image. We will amuse them. We will instruct them. We will embrace them. Okay? Uh, let me skip on over. That's what they tried to do. The other night, then the night we're watching uh, Bing Cosby. Right, all of us. I was enjoying. Have you seen that, Miss Mona? Bing Cosby. It's called uh, White Christmas. Yes. Man, all of a sudden the man gets up dressed like a woman, dancing up and down. Like I got up. I don't want Archibald them to see that. I turned it right off. Why is that so important? That's the recruitment process. Look, you guys know what amusement means. It's very popular. Amusement. Here's what amusement means: to divert the attention, beguile, delude, um, uh, uh, literally cause to amuse, distraction. It's to not get you think. That's what Hollywood was doing since the 30s. And it desensitized us all the way in 2022. It's worse now. There's no difference. Let me ask you a question. Is, is God for uh, um, cross-dressing? Right? Look what, look what 1 Corinthians 6, 9 says. Knowing not that unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor, uh, nor adulterers, nor effeminate. What's an effeminate? It's a person that acts like a woman. So he's up there. And he probably didn't know what he was trying to do either. I don't think Bing Cosby was like that. But, um, nor abuses of the souls of mankind. Deuteronomy 25, 22.5 says, Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment for all that do so on abomination unto the Lord. That's the recruitment process. They want to desensitize our kids into this. And they push them into everything in, in, in all of our society. I'm going to close with this because there's no way I'm going to finish this stuff. Have I experienced this before? Yes. All right. Uh, you know, we hear I'm not knocking anybody, but the solution is, you know, we should love them. I'm not talking about the ones that got raped. I'm not talking about the ones that act like girls. I'm talking about these types of people that are just rabid after our children. What do we do? I've given them tracks before. You know, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be first to raise my hand. But I, from personal experience, we had a sodomite. In church, and he was flamboyant, and I'll leave it at that. You could just tell. 
I had another kid before I entered my early teens. He was entering in his teens. I tried to tell him, I said, he was my best friend. I said, yo, man, do you know what these people do? They are disgusting. You need to. He got scared and ran away to his mom, all offended. His mom came back stormy mad. We will tell our son about that when the time is appointed. God, the woman, by the way, I get I don't know what happened. I became a man. He became a man. He came out as a sodomite. He told, he was, you know, telling me, he didn't know it was me too, it was through social media, that he's doing this with men. I mean, we need to warn our kids about this stuff. Don't, don't drop their guard, right? I, I, my dad always warned me about that stuff. Every job I had, they were on the drop. I gave him tracks, but my dad, my father warned me about that. It's probably, this is just from my own experience. It's probably best to say, hey, hey, son, you see those people over there? Stay away from them, all right? Rather than we got to embrace them and love them, brother. You could be desensitizing them. And they could, I guess they're not as bad as I thought they were. That's what happened to my friend. What, what should we really do? I'm not saying we go out there with pitchforks and knives or anything like that. I'm not advocating that. I'm talking about, you know what, right, Miss Mona? Be smart about this. I'll read this last verse. Sorry, brother, I'm lying, aren't I? Psalm 94.16. This, this is what we should be doing. With our children, we should teach them everywhere we go. Is it what is it? What, what, what is it, Miss Mona? Is it Deuteronomy 6 7? Teaching our kids everywhere we should go, but we should stand up to evil. Uh, Psalm 94 6. Okay, let's read this together and, and we'll, we'll close. Who shall rise up against me from uh, rise up for me against the evildoers? We should be preaching the living daylights out of this stuff because it, it, it's, it, this thing is rapid. For, for those that are old enough to be my dad's parent, have you ever thought this would happen in America? There's three, there's three things that would destroy a country. How you treat Israel, abortion, Breitbart. I don't know if you guys re you read Breitbart. Breitbart said in 2018, the leading cause of death worldwide was abortion. How we treat Israel, abortion, and sodomy. That all destroys a nation. Uh, we, we have to tell our kids about that stuff and say, hey, stay away. Um, who shall stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Unless the Lord had been my help, my soul had almost dwelt in silence. When I said, my foot slippeth, thy mercy, O Lord, help, uh, help me up. In the multitude of my thoughts within my comforts, light my soul. Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frameth mischief by law? Wow. Which frameth mischief by law. In that, in the, in that manifesto I read, they, they, they promised that. Okay, they gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocent blood. You come out straight, there's something wrong with you, right? Uh, um, but the Lord is my defense and my God is the rock, my refuge. And he shall, shall bring upon them their own iniquity and shall cut them off in their own wickedness. Yea, the Lord our God shall cut them off. What I get out of all this that God showed me, and I, and I hope, um, even though I stutter so much, right? That, that God showed all of us that there is a problem in 2019. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen to them when they become teenagers and young men. We just have to spend time warning our children while they're with us. Let's teach them this a million stinking times as much as possible. When, when something comes on television, my dad always did this with me. Son, you see that? That's unbiblical. That's wrong. OK, we have to understand that the devil wants to get us desensitized, beguile us. But that thing that Bing Cosby is doing, everyone laughed at that. But 
that's not in the Bible. It desensitizes us. That's all I have to say. My time left me. All right. Thank you, beloved.